semi-final time at the ASB Classic. This is in the women's, of course. The first is this afternoon. The first semi, that is, uh, featuring Coco Goff, the top seed, and world number seven against uh, Danka Kovinic. And then, not before five o'clock this afternoon, Isaline Bonaventure against Rebecca Masarova in the second of the semi-finals. Uh, Coco Goff won through to the semis yesterday with a relatively straightforward, on the face of things, 6-3, 6-2 win over Xu Lin in the quarterfinals. Three match points seemingly have come with ease in this game. An absolutely dominant display from the ASB Classics top seed. Coco Goff is through to the semi-finals in Auckland. Simply too good across the board, the 18-year-old. And she advances in fine fashion. Yeah, just a, I mean, Ricky Swinnell on commentary, a magnificent commentator, obviously. Coco Goff, an amazing player. But just that silence in the background of playing inside. Just such a shame. Matt Brown with us at some stage in the next hour or so, just to talk about that, obviously, but the whole roof thing. I've had an um, uh, email through from Tony who says, um, Jason, I feel this country is basically third world when it comes to sports facilities. The Auckland Tennis Centre is the latest case to prove this. I was watching the Tennis Unity Cup in Sydney last night at the Ken Rosewell Arena. The commentator said it's raining so hard you can hear it pounding on the roof, but no problem. The tennis was not affected. In Auckland, indoors, no spectators. Very, very poor look on the television. Until we invest money and build sporting venues of world class, like Australia, we'll never attract top class events. Auckland in particular, prone to rain unless they roof that tennis centre, it's likely in the future we'll lose that tournament. The players just won't come anymore. It's no practice for the Australian Open playing indoors on a different surface because it is raining. We're going to get uh, Matt Brown up very, very uh, shortly and uh, and hear about um, any plans for that. Um, in fact, maybe we should get him up now, and because I know he's got some uh, some other commitments. Uh, I did speak yesterday to Coco Golf. We can play that up perhaps for you a little bit later on. She doesn't go on court until uh, 3 o'clock this afternoon. But it's a very, very good point that Tony makes because you tune in, don't you? And, and you see this coverage from inside. And, you know, off to one side, there's a roller door, like a garage. I know it's not their fault. You know, it's, they, they're, they're doing what they can, and they've got no control over the weather. But it, it's just such a bad look. Has there ever been a um, you know a move to put a roof on the place? I'm sure that there has. I'm sure that there has. Can we go to Matt Brown? We got him up there. Okay, we're just going to get Matt Brown. Oh, I can hear. I can hear some action in the background. Matt Brown, is it still raining in Auckland? Matt Brown. <laughs> It's not raining as we speak, Piney. Uh, good afternoon. Happy New Year to you. It is uh, not raining at the moment. I haven't had to say I haven't said that much this week, to be honest. It's been it's been absolutely terrible. The worst in, in my 20 plus years of covering the tournament weather-wise. Um, but going back to the, your points that your uh, texter made, uh, yeah, look, 20 years ago there were first mooted plans to do a roof, and back in 2018, 2019, there were the first stage of that kind of redevelopment was was held. They rebuilt the yacht stand. The plan was for that 2021 tournament. Uh, the Robinson stand where we broadcast from was going to have been demolished and the new structure which was going to be built offside and sort of, you know, carted in, they do it pretty quickly within 10 months, was going to be in place. And then in time for the 2020 
two tournaments. It was still not going to be covered, but it was going to be, um, you know, I guess everything except for the actual roof being on was going to be in place. And then for this tournament, uh, the roof was going to be in place. And I think they were a few million dollars short. I'm not sure how many, but I think they had a 12 or 13 million at the time, 14 million for that project. Uh, The problem now, of course, is COVID killed that. And um, Tennis Auckland was just about bankrupt. I obviously had to use some of those reserves to to, to run over the last three years. and now it costs, I think, if they were to put a roof on, you're probably looking in the 20s, 30s, who knows how, how many million, and they haven't got the money. So, uh, yeah, big issues there. And when, when, or if it will either be done, who knows? All right. Well, I guess we can uh, chat some more about that when I'm up in Auckland next weekend. I'll be uh, coming to you from uh, from the uh, the second weekend, and we hope the weather's a lot better. The semi-finals this afternoon. If it's not raining, then if this uh, first semi set to go at three between Coco Golf and Dunker Kovinich, could that be outside? Could it be completed outside, Matt? Yeah, look, I'm very hopeful. Um, the weather's clearing, certainly. It's much better now. It's not raining. Uh, and the forecast it looks reasonably dry for much of the day. Now, the forecast, we've got it wrong a few times when we thought we could get on. But it is certainly more bright, brighter than it has been at any stage in the last three days. So I'm hopeful they'll be very keen to play these matches outdoors. Uh, of course, there are only three matches to go in terms of singles. I'm sure they could possibly move a, a doubles match. And I'm, I'm pretty confident that we will, you know, they can play late into the evening if they have to. And given the the forecast and where it's at this evening, I think we should be okay for these semi-finals. So, I mean, I urge people who have got tickets come on down to the tennis centre because I think we'll be play this afternoon. I'm really confident. Um, I'll be running for cover <laughs> if uh, everyone comes down and there's no play, Jason. Coco Golf seems to be the uh, the player who has this uh, this trophy to to you know to lose. Really, she's been a magnificent form across the whole week. Uh, can you see any of the other three semi-finalists um, beating her? No, not really. Uh, if I look at them closely, and I've watched a, a lot of tennis, although, to be fair, a lot of it's been, you know, like, you know, watched on the iPad, iPhone type thing because it's just that, that, the, the difficulty of being inside those indoor courts. But, no, she's been dominant, hasn't she? You know, world number seven. She's 18. That's the amazing thing. She's so mature, credible head on her. She is just uh, an incredible delight to talk to, and she is uh, just, and I know you're chatting to her later on, looking forward to hearing that. But, uh, yeah, she is a great ambassador for the sport, but she's also a brilliant player, and I think destined to go a lot higher than uh, seven in the world. You know, she's already been in a Grand Slam final and I expect to see her, you know, challenging the likes of Sviantec and, and Pagula um, this year probably, um, you know, for Grand Slam titles. She plays Danka Kovinic, uh, they haven't played before. Kovinic played her sister, uh, sorry, played uh, Serena Williams in the US Open uh, and played a very good match. Uh, didn't win on that occasion, but um, she's shown she's got a good game, big serve, but I think uh, really, um, you know, golf will be too good. And then the second semi, Jason, is two qualifiers. We've seen this over the years, qualifiers winning and getting to the final. Most recently, um, Bianca Andreescu, uh, who played Julia Gerges in the 2019 final. So qualifiers, two of them playing. Great story to both of them. I probably run out of time, but the first one I will quickly tell you, 16 years of age, uh, Masarova, Rebecca Masarova from Spain, won the girls' singles title at the French Open back in 2016. She also made a WTA semi-final that year, and she was talked about as the next best thing. Hardly heard of her since. Hasn't broken into the top 100. Is this the year that she finally clicks? Spoke to her yesterday, and she certainly thinks that the maturity, she's got, uh, you know, just got a good head about it, and she's really, um, you know, believes that this could be it for her breakthrough. Fantastic, Matt. Always enjoy your expertise. Look forward to seeing you in person next weekend, Matt. If you can order a nice fine day for my arrival there, I'd be most appreciative. (laughs) You know what? 
finally, the, Piney, the uh, the forecast is, is absolutely magnificent from Sunday the 15th of uh, January, which is the day after the two weeks of the classic finishes. <laughs> Irony at its height. Thanks, Matt. Matt Brown from the uh, tennis where Coco Goff and Danka Kovinic play the first semi-final this afternoon from three o'clock. Fingers crossed outside, followed by Iseline Bonaventure, the Belgian, up against Rebecca Masarova from Spain.